In this three-part podcast series, Patricia Pichaki of the Institute for Excellence in Memory Care joins the conversation about caregivers and individuals living with dementia. In this series, we will address the stigma around dementia, as well as available resources for caregivers, benefits of the Dementia Village in Indiana, and more. This is part one of the three-part series. So I am Patty Pachaki. I am the Manager of Programming and Continuing Education with the Institute for Excellence in Memory Care, which is a Department of Alzheimer's and Dementia Services of Northern Indiana. And we are all wrapped up in Real Services, which is our area agency on aging located in North Central Indiana. So we cover the South Bend area. However, Alzheimer's Dementia Services actually covers 11 different counties because we're also attached with Area 1, which is located in northwestern Indiana. So Alzheimer's Dementia Services covers 11 counties. But with the Institute for Excellence and Memory Care, uh, my background is a recreational therapist. I have been a rec therapist now for 27 years. As of next month, I think I'm one of the oldest rec therapists in my area. And I have been in long-term care the same amount of time. I have been a memory support coordinator. I opened two memory supports in my tenure. I have worked in hospital setting. In fact, my background and passion originally was with traumatic brain injury. And then it decided, well, I love working in long-term care. And original administrator told me, go and get trained by the Alzheimer's Association and the train the trainer. And I came back, fell in love with it, have been a memory support coordinator and, and support system for close to 26 years. I came to the Institute and uh, the Institute covers the entire state of Indiana for professional education, but I have my background and, and my passion came with the Institute in 2017. And I have been the director of the Institute since 2016. I, I was promoted in that position. So that is what basically I do. I'm a professional trainer and consultant for the state of Indiana. I do professional education in dementia care. In 2019, I was trained by the Dehogave with the Dementia Village. And so that is where we kind of implemented our new Dementia Village concept with Milton Village here in the South Bend area. That is a little bit about my area of expertise. Thank you, Patty, for sharing. We appreciate all your information about your dementia service passion and the, and the energy that you bring to today's call. I know that our QSource team and our listeners are so excited to learn about your specific dementia services for Northern Indiana. But before we get started, tell us a little bit more about your collaborative partnerships, your opportunities for support, and all of your trainings and advocacy roles that you have specific to the community support for caregivers. We're very close with Center for Hospice, which has the adult day program called Milton Adult Day Program and Alzheimer's and Dementia Services. So we work very closely together and we have been in the same building for many, many years. And in 2019, we decided that we needed to move to a, a newer location. And so we looked at the opportunity of the original hospice house that Center for Hospice had in Roseland, Indiana. And since they were building a brand new hospice house in Mishawaka, this new location 
was going to be vacant very soon. They asked us what would be the best location? What is something brand new, something innovative that nobody has ever done before? Angel Baginski, who is the director of Alzheimer's Dementia Services, along with our team, decided to dream a little bit and dig a little bit deeper about what is the best dementia care available in the world. The one focus that we looked at was the Dementia Village, which is located in the Netherlands called De Hogeve. And so we were looking at the Dementia Village and what was so unique about the Dementia Village that no one here in, in Indiana, let alone is still struggling around the United States that they have that we don't have. So we really focused on the Dementia Village. We tried to learn as much about them as possible. And then we decided if we got a grant, if we had some, some way of, of possible to be able to bring the Dementia Village individuals to come and train us so that when we do move into this new location, what would it look like? What, what would it feel like? What would this person-centered world be that we can't have here yet in Indiana? In November of 2019, we actually had two individuals from the Dementia Village come to South Bend and train us about the concept of the Dementia Village about the uniqueness of it all, about uh, the pillars that they really focus on, which is really about the person-centeredness. We, we work a lot about person-centered here in the United States, but it's not the same type of person-centered. They actually go above and beyond and are truly person-centered from the environment to the concept of not worrying about locked doors. And here in the United States, we're so worried about about regulations that sometimes we miss the little things that are the most meaningful, purposeful things about a person with living with dementia. The Dementia Village is really that concept and we learned so much about that that we decided let's do the best we can to replicate, but instead of a long-term care that the Dementia Village has in the Netherlands, we decided to take it to the next step and create the first in the world of a community center that is based upon the Dementia Village concept. So both Milton Adult Day Program, which is an adult day program, along with Alzheimer's and Dementia Services, which supports individuals and their loved ones, their caregivers living with dementia in this world of the Dementia Village. So we are truly focusing on Instead of a secluded, we believe in inclusion. We believe that everybody has the ability to come to our organization, which has many different environments. It's not just one room that many adult day programs may have. It's not just a library. It's not just a gym that turns into a dining room that turns into the bingo hall. We actually have rooms that are utilized so when a person walks in, they know what this room is going to look like. And the main purpose of this environment is that an individual who might be living at home, as Kathy said, you want these individuals to stay at home as long as possible so they can practice their skills, but now they can come to a community center or an adult day program and practice those skills throughout the day. 
and it's modern. So they will see the flat screen TV. They can practice utilizing the remote control. They can practice having a meal in the pub or going outdoors and enjoying the tomatoes that need to seriously be picked today. Um, so they have those practicing those skills throughout the day. So when they go home, they practice those skills. They can, they can say that I can now uh, use the shower and I remember turning the knob when I was washing the fruits and vegetables. I have those skills that I've maintained. And it's also a wonderful experience for caregivers for the fact that caregivers can come here while their loved ones are practicing their skills in either programs or support groups or whatever else that we provide. And they know that their loved ones are in a safe, no judgment zone. So these individuals can not only live in the world of dementia and know that they're safe, but their caregivers have the opportunity to get the support they need as well. So they can have the support groups, they can join clubs for caregivers, and they have that de-stressing moment while they know that their loved ones can get the support they need, but they also can get their support that they need as well. So that is the Dementia Village perspective to the point where we're so brand new and we're such a, an innovative concept that even the folks from the Dementia Village are watching us and how we are doing it here in South Bend so that they might even replicate it over in the Netherlands, which is a, a kind of a, a neat thought and theory of this as well. That is a little bit about the Dementia Village, about why we became the first Dementia Village-inspired community center in the world here in South Bend, Indiana. Is there going to be like certain hours that you offer this, or is it is there some kind of flexibility? What's kind of the thought about that, too? I've also heard a lot of families that even take part in dementia day care. It kind of is, what do I do on the weekend? So right now, we are a community center. We don't provide any extended times or, you know, we're not a nursing home. We're not an assisted living, independent living. So we are community center. So we are open Monday through Friday. The adult day program with Milton Adult Day Program, they start from 7.30 to 4.30 or 5 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. Our support services through Alzheimer's Dementia Services is also the same. We are Monday through Friday, but we also have a helpline call that is also open for caregivers as well. So they don't necessarily, they can come here for support. We do provide that this Monday through Friday. As far as additional services are concerned right now, it might come down later uh, for the adult day program. I do not have the, the, the knowledge yet. I think there's still, because we just opened just over a year ago, we're still trying to touch bases and see how the concept is. So maybe down the road, Additional services might be provided, but right now it's Monday through Friday. And we also have different programs available for family caregivers, especially needs for, uh, say, programming. We offer what we call activity kits for family members. And activity kits are designed, I actually designed each and every one of them that have topics. Say, for example, I have one on Notre Dame since we're here in South Bend. We have them on farms, we have them on fishing, we have them on the handy man, handy lady, we have bugs and gardening, and we have, I think, about 20 different topic boxes, 
and caregivers can actually borrow them on those long weekends. And each and every one of those kits has a program guide so that they can actually do programs with their loved ones or throughout the weekend. So it could be reminiscing. It would be a little bit of cognitive stimulation that they could have as well. All the kits, every time that I build them, there are approximately two hours of activities and activity descriptors that family caregivers can also provide. So we try our best to be able to give resources to family caregivers on those weekends so they have something to do because that's a, a big one for families when they're overwhelmed because they don't know what to do with their loved ones. That is what we also provide. We also provide something called Care Partner Academy, which is a education resource that I actually do every Monday live for free for caregivers. And they it's a Zoom program. So all they have to do is register. And every first of the month, I provide an education called Alzheimer's Dementia 101. And every Monday, I do other topics as well. So I can do th something about ADLs and how to do simplify activities of daily living at home. I, I talked about driving issues, all these different topics that caregivers might've had. And if they are not able to join us live, I record them. So caregivers can actually, if they are overwhelmed, they can actually watch those webinars for the recording time period. So if they feel overwhelmed, they can do that. We also have a program called Truulta, which is a special real services program that we have joined together with Truulta. It's a free service and it's a Truulta caregiver portal that is for education. So caregivers can actually sign up for this and they have different education they have different information, different resources that caregivers can utilize outside of their Monday through Friday so that if they want to say, for example, they're having a problem with their loved one who might have some challenging behavioral expressions, they could go on to Truulta and they can actually watch a 30 a second little informational thing about a behavioral expression. They have things from, and, and everybody who's ever uh, done some education through uh, Tipa Snow, we all love our Tipa. And Tipa Snow has some different videos about how to manage behaviors and how to help the caregiver stress and what is your loved one going through. These resources, even though we're only open Monday through Friday and our helpline is only open during that time, we do try to provide resources for our caregivers on those off times so that they can also receive that the services and support whenever they need them as well. If we go back to a community member who's interested in this program for their spouse, is there a referral process? Do they need a, a, a something from their primary care physician? What does that look like um, from a community member's point of view if they're interested in bringing their loved one there? There's two different programs. So the adult okay. day program through Milton Adult Day Services, they would have to go through their application process. They would have okay. to meet the criteria. 
So yes, I can say for the adult day program, they would have to contact Milton Adult Day Program and to be able to receive uh, the application and meet with their staff members in regards to uh, you know, any of the doctor's referral, they need to have a TB test yeah. or chest x-ray, okay. very similar to any of the adult day program requirements. Right. As far as for what we provide, we provide uh, dementia cafes, we provide different okay. programs that the community can come in and both the loved one and the caregiver can come in. And all they need to do is, is call us Okay. Um, our, num our number is 574-232-4121, or they can visit our website at www.alz, as in zebra, ni.org, and they can see our website and actually sign up for different classes, and they can see all the different resources that they have available as well. Do you have members on your maybe board or in your team that are community member peer-led? Alzheimer's Dementia Services in Northern Indiana actually has 30 different support groups in 11 counties in Northern Indiana. And each and every support group leader is a volunteer. Some are directors of memory support organizations. Some of them are different community members, but they all have been trained through Alzheimer's Dementia Services in Northern Indiana. And yes, there are, there are times where the caregiver becomes a support group leader. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those support group leaders take a step back and they let the group really focus on the topics and the needs of, of what they need right now. So definitely many of our, our organizations or many of our programs are definitely supported by caregivers and by community members who've been affected by, by Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia. QSource would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for part two of this three-part series. If you would like to learn more, please visit us at qio.qsource.org. Visit our website for additional podcasts, videos, documents, and more. In addition to listening to QSource podcasts on our website, you can also find us on most media platforms, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, and others.